You're quite sure now? Jujiro asked. He sat with young Tadanao in his study. Old Jujiro wore his most expensive finery, red embroidered on black. The boy wore clinging garments of the darkest gray. He watched as the boy strapped a hollow reed to the side of a long case of waxed leather, which he then slung over his shoulder. Tadanao packed his cloth bag next. The knotted black rope took up most of the pack's volume. On top went a length of oilcloth, a collapsible grapnel bound in sheepskin, a second silk rope, the steel claws, the wooden shoes. Last was a small parcel wrapped in paper and smelling of horse dung and a little metal box bound in thick leather with the faintest smell of smoke seeping from the holes punched in its lid. The parcel and the metal box went into separate compartments. Old Jujiro was glad to see the boy handled them with the proper care. You do understand those are not to be used except in uttermost need, he said. Of course, said Tadanao. I understand the plan, Jujino-sama. Once the boy had secured everything, Jujiro got up from behind his table and opened the shoji. A salty breeze caressed his face, and in the distance he could see the north-facing side of Gyomin's little hovel, blurred though it was by his aging eyes. Your part of the work requires youth, he continued, enjoying the rumbling of the waves. Otherwise, I might have asked my old friend Gyomin to do it. But it may seem to you that you are doing rather more than I am. My role is to walk in through the front gate, look at the sword, and walk out again. You have already done more than that, with more still to come. Only if Hirata lets you inside, said the boy. How can you be so sure he'll not kill you on sight? Old Jujiro shrugged. Pride. He will relish allowing me to stand before the treasure he knows I cannot steal. If I ask him to see it, I expect he will escort me himself, surrounded by a host of samurai, no doubt. No, I think my task will be simple enough. Yours is more complicated. I would not want you to feel your energies were being overtaxed. I am up to the task. Then let us be off. Remember... You are to come back here straight away. Your work is not done once you've acquired the sword. Come right back to this spot to speak with me. As you wish, sir. Jujiro looked at the young man. There was no hint of betrayal in Tadanao's eyes. His voice did not quaver as a liar's might have. Jujiro slowly made his way onto the veranda and from there to the sedan chair waiting before the house. It is a long way to the castle for an old man, he said as the two of them walked side by side. Not so far for a young one like yourself. I will see you again when the moon is high.
He accepted a steadying hand from Tada and settled himself in the chair, which the four bearers, Gyomin's grandsons, picked up by long, stout, unpolished beams. In moments, the village was behind him, the enemy from his past growing closer with every step. Tada slipped back inside the hut for only a moment. Then he was on his way to see the tiger on the mountain.